0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Leadership Locker. It's Rich Cardona, your host. Look, if this is your first time, if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, if you're a veteran getting out and you are thinking about starting a business, if you've been an entrepreneur for a while, you're in the right place. Uh, We are doing freaking super hot across all platforms. We're ranking globally, Uh, we're ranking on Apple now. You're in the right place if you wanna get advice from industry experts, you're in the right place if you want to hear someone who's documenting the journey. I'm not flaunting shit because there's nothing to flaunt yet. I don't even know if I will when I hit it, but you're in the right place. And and look, I just, I'm just i going to pick up from uh, an event that I just got back from yesterday. And that was the Arte Syndicate Summit. What the hell is Arte Syndicate? That is something that Andy Frisella, who I just interviewed a couple weeks ago in St. Louis, and went right back for this summit, him and Ed Milet, uh co-created. And they are essentially trying to make... I don't know. What do you call it? A yellow brick road for entrepreneurs, fucking beasts, people who really freaking want it. People who are dialed in, people who will settle for nothing, you know, that's above average or lower. You know, so look, I joined the syndicate not long ago. And I was like, okay, weekly Zoom calls with these guys. Great Facebook community, of course. Awesome. Um, you know, it looks like there's a lot of reputable people. A lot of people like to be in shape. A lot of people have followed one guy or the other and they're, they've done 75 hard. I mean, they're all dialed in and I'm like, this is fantastic. Cool. So then a couple of days after I signed up, I got the email for the summit, saw the price tag and I was like, holy fucking shit. Talked to my wife. She's like, you got to do it. And I talked to a guy um, I've had on my podcast, a great guy, Tony Watley. He's like, you want to be in that room? And the thing is, it was hundred is limited to a hundred people. So that's important to me, right? That's really important to me. So it's not as overwhelming. Although I am going to just kind of give you a little bit of insight or foresight. It it was still overwhelming, even though it was 100 people, because you haven't, a lot of us haven't been to a networking event in quite some time. So three days with 100 people, like I still didn't probably know 40 of them. So it was was pretty challenging and and just kind of like getting back into that routine. I actually questioned my networking abilities pretty freaking substantially while I was at this thing. So anyway, so I, I, I saw this, I'm like, Got to do it. So what it was is, you know, um, some some events at the First Form headquarters, which is Andy's company, and then you know dinner at Andy's house one night, dinner at Frasella Farms another night. I mean, just just you know guest speakers, all of it. So did it made the investment in myself. Now look, I've done a lot of courses, a lot of events, a lot of bullshit, but you know guys like Andy, like he's got a lifelong customer. Guys like Gary Vee, lifelong customer. Like dude like I'm buying what you're selling because you guys are truth tellers. And now I've started listening to Ed a lot more and Ed like really delivers it in such a way where it just sticks. So I was happy to do it. It wasn't too much of a stretch, which I'm very proud of. And went. Now here's the thing. Sunday got there, had lunch with a couple guys downstairs. was great. I saw all, and then all of a sudden the Four Seasons lobby or this lunch uh, on the eighth floor, like people were just packing in and I could tell a lot of people already know each other, because I'm new, I'm super new. People have known each other for three years, two years, one year, whatever. And I'm like, okay, like, oh, this is a little uncomfortable, whatever. So quick break, then the buzzes pick us up um, for to go to first form to have dinner. Well, you know, there it began. It was really loud and you know, everyone's networking and there's drinks and I don't drink anymore, which it wasn't a challenge, but you know, I was like, ooh, this would make it easier, but you know, it wasn't a challenge to abstain. And just kind of networking and, hey, where are you from? 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 What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? You know, all that kind of stuff. Like, we all suck at that shit. Like, no one tries to hide it. So I started not feeling so hot. Next day, I woke up not feeling so hot. And as the day progressed, even during the keynotes, I was like, I feel awful. I was freezing. My throat felt bad. My stomach was fucked up. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Get back to the hotel. We have like a two and a half hour break. I got to get ready for Andy's dinner suit packed, ready to go. Uh, I'm like, All right, I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to take a nap. I give myself 30 minutes to get ready. My alarm goes off. I'm like a mobile. I cannot freaking move. I literally feel like, you know, I don't know. Andre, the giant's laying on top of me. I'm like, something is off. Something is super, super off. I text my wife. I'm like, I don't think I could go to this dinner. She's like, your body's trying to tell you something. I'm like, ah, fucking, I just failed 75 hard again. (laughs) Every time I go to St. Louis, by the way, I fail it. So I'm like, shit. From around 5.30 PM to 5.30 AM, I was either in the shower, trying to get warm, throwing up um, you know, trying to drink water, trying to hold stuff in. I mean, it was awful, man. It's like super, super fucking awful. I don't know what the hell it was. It was like just massively terrible. Tuesday comes around. Um, I get an Uber, go to CVS, get like all kinds of different meds. Like I, I'm literally like, I must've looked like an addict and I just took everything I possibly could. And I made it through Tuesday, got to Frisella Farms uh, for the dinner Tuesday night. And then uh, Wednesday, that's it. It was a wrap. I got on a plane at 5 a.m. So look, the whole point of this is I was not able to put my best networking foot forward. And when you make an investment like this, like it is a requisite to talk to these people. Okay. You know why? Because as an entrepreneur, and I had this conversation a million times over these three days, you don't have anyone to talk to. You don't have anyone to talk to about this shit. I'm not talking about people who are lateral to you, slightly ahead of you, or behind you. If you really, really, really want it, if you really, really want it, you are looking for the people that are way ahead of you. And let me give you an example. When I got my Uber to go to the Four Seasons, when I landed in St. Louis, I saw a dude. He said, nice shirt, because my shirt said dues paid. I was like, oh, are you Arate? He's like, yeah. Ask him to come in. His name's Connor. He's got a multi-million dollar company down in South Florida. Dude is 25, I think. His eyes almost popped out of my head when we're talking the whole time in the Uber, and I told him I was 40. And I'm like, well, that's awesome. I'm supposed to be in that Uber with him. Do you understand? That is what I am attracting by having paid the money to not only go listen to these two incredible individuals who created this community and their speakers, but to be around these people because you want to level up. It puts everything into perspective in a massive way. You get to hear about the same trials and the same tribulations that people are going through. You're able to hear larger scale problems. You are able to hear music to my ears, you know, people who have no idea how to do personal branding or branding, you know, people who are interested in your podcast, people whose podcasts I'm interested in. It is just like this confluence. Uh, it's just, it's it's just amazing the way it kind of unfolded. And again, I didn't put my best foot forward. I couldn't put my best foot forward physically because I was in freaking hell. However, I still was like, I gotta do the best I can, gotta do the best I can. And thank God I did because I I met a lot of people who I know I could lean on, some people I can help, some people who could help me, and some people who are just trying to just get to another stratosphere, and that is something that we all, in so many conversations, agree is just not present where we are. There's a gentleman I met who makes guns. He's in freaking Iowa. He ain't got nobody to talk to. There's a couple brothers who have a construction business. Their shit's on hold because they can't get a lot of the lumber because it's ridiculously overpriced. Everything's on back order. I mean, it's, it's a lot of crazy stories. So you're hearing all the problems. You're hearing, you know, all these conversations. I I literally feel like a lot of this was a vent session for a lot of people. But the, the thing is, the atmosphere is only that way because people welcome your shit. And the reason people welcome your shit is because Andy and Ed set the tone. And that's really, really, really hard to find, okay? They set the tone. They're vulnerable. They share the truth. They always share the truth. They will give you tough freaking love. They will be brutally honest. I mean, it doesn't matter what we're talking about, no matter how serious, no matter how small, like it's consistent and that trickles down. And all these people I was around was exactly what I needed. And I decided in my mind, as I was staring out the window, coming out of the clouds on the plane, coming down to land in North Carolina, I was like, that whole shit was for a reason. Not the event, not the people. But that whole like me just coming down with whatever the hell I came down with, that was literally like some sort of wake-up call. It was some sort of wake-up call like, dude, you work really hard. Cool. But you are not clear here, here, and here. And you have now found your tribe. You have now found your home. And this entire episode is not about... Arate, okay, this entire episode is about the importance of finding your tribe, and that tribe should be people that are ahead of you, because these are the people that will want to help you because you're aspiring to get there. The people who are at your level, slightly ahead, or behind you are not going to be in a position to do that because you're already running around like, like a chicken with your head cut off. You know it, I know it, it's the truth. So think about it. This is one of the hardest things and the hardest things for a lot of us to swallow when it comes to something like this is are you willing to invest in it? I don't know a single fucking person that I met during this trip that acted like this wasn't worth it from the minute it fucking started. And I'm not going to disclose what it cost, but it was a lot of freaking money, a lot of money. And people think it's fluffy when it's like oh the relationships and the networking alone makes it worth it. People think that's bullshit, but I am telling you now, and here's the other thing. Ooh, this is the best part. I already know people I need to connect people with. Like, fuck me, all right? Like, I'm getting mine at some point, but I already know people I met at the summit that didn't connect that need to be connected. I know a chiropractor, and I know a a guy who does marketing for chiropractors that I sat with on two different days, and I know for a fact they didn't meet each other, and I cannot wait to connect them because that chiropractor could use that help because he's in a weird area where chiropractic is just like pretty much tapped out on like how many people he could get. So what is the strategy there? They got to connect. So little things like that. So I'm so excited to connect people because I love to connect to others. That's like one of my favorite things to freaking do. So anyway, look, like I was on a really, really, really excellent streak in my opinion, leading up to the summit. And then for whatever reason, the universe was just like came like with Thor's hammer right on my freaking dome piece. And it was just like, fuck you, dude. And just put me down for the count. And I was just like, I got to get up, got to get up, got to get up, got to go talk, got to meet people, got to tell people what I do, got to hear what people do, got to listen to these speakers, got to ingest these things, got to take some notes, got to just make my mind think. And I feel like I am in Another gear right now. And I don't mean a faster gear. I mean like I am freaking chilling on the 101 in California and Malibu and some convertible or some shit and I suddenly have long hair and I'm listening to fucking Kendrick Lamar and I'm enjoying the shit out of it and people are passing me and I just don't care. I'm not throttling back. I just now realize that it's just not all about hard work. This is about critical tasks, working your face off, having a default mentality of scaling, and finding your tribe. And this is all little puzzle pieces that are coming together. And I guarantee when it comes together, I'm reading Tim Grover's book, I just got it. It's called Winning, it's ridiculous, it's um, it's unbelievable. I don't think I've ever read that many consecutive pages in my life. Right when you have the puzzle together, Someone's going to just come kick it apart, and then they're going to give you new pieces. And that's fine. But I am at peace. So something was off, and I couldn't detect it. But now I have detected it. And now I know that the next event there is, and the next anything, I'm probably just going to be a level 11 out of 10. I'm going to be on. People are going to know me. I'm going to know them. We're going to be able to help each other. And for the new people, The new Rich Cardonas that have joined Arate, I'm going to be all over them like, dude, what's up? How can I help you? What do you got? What do you do? Awesome. What are your kids' names? How old are they? Awesome. You know, anything I could do for you. Come out to Wilmington anytime. I mean, I don't care. So I'm looking over at the the timer, 15 minutes. I, I didn't expect this to be that long. But the message here is this. You have to invest in yourself no matter how uncomfortable it is. You cannot just worry about the ROI. The shittiest clients worry about ROI. You are ultimately in control of the ROI for anything that you invest in, ever. And it is not a fallacy that investing in your own self-development is somehow, um, you know, just, it's not a fallacy that it's actually critical to your growth. And then lastly, it's your tribe. Got to stop looking to be around the people that make you feel better because you might be beating them or because you know you might catch them. You need to be around the people who will fucking smash your balls because they are just on another level because then that's gonna make you realize it can be done. It can be done. Every time you close your fucking eyes at night and you're thinking about all the things that are gonna prevent you from doing what you want to do or all the anxiety that no one else knows about that you have, or all the worries and all the, all the just reluctance to actually move on things that are just sitting in your head that you don't talk about to anyone, like when those things come, come flying through, those things are gonna catch up to you unless you have the right tribe, because then you're gonna know. You're gonna know that it's not only possible, but you're probably not dreaming big enough. I can tell you that for a fact. So that's all I got. I'm just going to leave it there. This, this went on long. And you know what? Like, if you didn't like it, um, sorry. But that ride home, it altered everything in my mind. Slow and steady wins the race. And things always have to change. There's no blueprint. There's no system. There's no list of things you could check off to ensure you're doing everything right. You just have to be completely malleable and adaptable and relentless. And I know I'm in good company because that's what I saw from ninety nine other motherfuckers there. Look, if you've enjoyed this, if you didn't enjoy this, sorry. Go check out another episode. I'm sure you will. Write a review, subscribe, all that good stuff. This this podcast is is just it's. It's going in such a positive direction and I think some of the content's going to be even better here soon. i got Gary Vee coming up uh, shortly and just a couple other phenomenal guests. And I just want to say thank you and if you would consider sharing this with a friend, that would mean the freaking world to me. Let's level up. Reach out to me if you ever need anything. Info at richcardonamedia.com. See you later.